Hi, I'm Emily Paddock, and welcome to the very first Immunity Idol podcast. I'm a student at the University of Michigan and a producer and former player of Survivor Michigan. Season 1 is airing on YouTube now. You can watch every Friday at 8 p.m., catch up, binge it, or just wait till it's all out and then watch it then. It's just, it's really great, and I love it. So, I've loved Survivor since childhood, and though I've admittedly not seen every single season, I love it. I'm currently really into College Survivor and excited for Edge of Extinction to come out. I've never had a podcast, done power rankings, or blogged about Survivor, but I've talked about it enough that I am ready to add my voice to this space of Survivor theory and fan talk. To kick this off, we're going to talk about the Survivor Edge of Extinction opening titles. I think the music of it is a little softer than normal, which I kind of like. Even though it's a really intense theme, I like the music. I, I don't really like the Edge of Extinction font very much. What are your thoughts on that? Um, we get to see some really great moments of the castaways during the opening titles. Um, some big smiles and some people looking like they're pushing themselves, which I love to see. I'm not a fan of how they scale upwards on some of the castaways' bodies, like starting at their hips and then ending at their face. I'm just like, was that really necessary? Like, they did this to six women, including, like, Angela and Wentworth, but then they do it to War Dog, which I thought was kind of funny because I just, I'm, I find War Dog humorous. We'll get there later. But I think doing this scaling upwards is a bit over-sexualizing some of the castaways, even though they're walking around in their bras and undies on TV. It's just, like, doesn't make me very happy. Um, can anyone think of another time that a castaway's nickname has been put in the opening titles? I think it's so funny that War Dog is put as War Dog rather than Dan, because I can't think of a time, like, was Coach? Coach was probably put as Coach. There we go. There's another example. But now we're going to move towards the cast assessment. We're going to go in no real particular order, just like the order I have them written down and little notes that I've taken on them. And at the end, I'm going to give you my winner pick heading into this season. Just keep in mind that all of the my opinions on these castaways are based off preseason footage. I don't know any of them. I only follow a few of them on Twitter so far. Though I, w- I do plan on following them all. So, take this with a grain of salt. I don't know who wins. I don't know who plays together. I don't know these people. This is just a judging from the outside. Alright, let's get into it. First up is Lauren O'Connell. I'm just going to start off right here with my first thought on her is that she is absolutely stunning. Like, she is definitely cast to be the most beautiful person of this cast. <laughs> Lauren, though, is not just all her looks. She was a Division One athlete, and she played soccer at Baylor. Um, that right off the bat tells me that she's going to be a great team player, and she'll work well with others because soccer is a team sport and you have to be able to deal with a lot of girls. And girls, when you put a lot of girls together, you get drama. She's probably dealt with all of it. Um, Lauren will be extremely social and 
I'm hoping to see a little more strategy, but I'm thinking she's mostly going to be a social player. I'm hoping to see her get in a large alliance to protect her from that a bit. And I'm hoping she'll be able to maneuver her way through that alliance by staying in the middle of it. But we'll see. Um, I could see her sticking it out for a while on Extinction Island if she gets there, but not so sure. Next, we have Reem Daly. I love her. She reminds me of, like, your best friend's mom that is just, she pokes fun at you and she's really just, like, you love to be around her. Actually, to be more specific, she literally reminds me exactly of my best friend's mom. Like, she looks like her, she talks like her, but she isn't her, but I just really relate to her. I think she's powerful, but because of this, she might rub people the wrong way. Um, I don't see her going long if she gets on Extinction Island. Um, I really hope she finds a good alliance and is ready to play. Next we have Dan Wardog Da Silva. He reminds me a lot of Tony, but maybe that's just because he's bald and has an accent. Um, maybe that's it. I like his eyes though. Um, he doesn't seem like he's going to get along with everybody, but there's no one that ever does, so I don't think that'll necessarily hurt him. It'll just, like, individualize him a bit more instead of being someone that's just, like, with the group. Um, I think he's going to make great TV. I've seen a bit of his um, Twitter activity already, and do not come for this man. He will come for you, and he's just really funny, and I think he's going to be really entertaining. I think Extinction Island will be his bitch. Like, this guy will tackle it. Um, I hope he surprises me and ends up being strategic. We'll see. But that is Dan Da Silva. Next up is Keith Sowell. I love that Keith is 19 and on Survivor because the more and more young people we have, the more and more young people feel represented. There are lots of college survivors. To speak of a few, we have the original Survivor Maryland. Shout out to you guys. Then we have Survivor Michigan. We have Boston. We have OSU. The only time I'll ever say Ohio State has done something awesome. Yes, their Survivor's great. Give it a watch. And then Keith was not involved in any of these, just to make that clear. But he's someone for us to watch and be like, hey, if us college kids were on Survivor, what would it be like? Um... I love that Keith acknowledges that puzzles are hard and I'm glad he's excited for them because it's really entertaining when you get someone who's good at puzzles on Survivor. It concerns me that Keith can't swim. I mean, it should concern anyone. Like, if he jumps out of the boat on day one and drowns, are we going to have a medevac on day one? <laughs> Given that the opening titles show him doing other stuff, I do not think we have not met. I do not think he's medevac on day one. But, knock on wood. <laughs> I think Keith is either going to go out really early or make it really far. Um, the only reason I say that is just that's kind of what happens with young people. Um, I don't think he'd last very long on Extinction Island. Just because he seems like this smiley, happy guy that um, would get depressed on it. Is that too far of a reach? But I really like Keith, and I'm excited for this Manu tribe. Next, we have Wendy Diaz. I love this girl. She is so spunky. I like that she has her own business, and she makes things. Like, please give me her Etsy. I will buy everything on there. Um, 
she seems like she's the most fun contestant of the season. She's going to be... She's going to annoy some people because some people just don't like people like her, but she is really going to speak to the audience and those of us who are a bit more, like, misfits. Um, I could see her and Reem liking each other. Just maybe... I, I could see them working together. <laughs> maybe they won't. Maybe they'll hate each other, but I think they'll like each other. Um, I think she's going to pull some moves. She's going to be a maybe a bit too gun-ho about it. Like, she'll want to play the day she gets on that beach, even though she wants people to think she's stupid. I don't think she's going to be able to pull that off. And that might be her demise. Okay, I think... Here's the thing about Extinction Island and Wendy. Wendy would not last alone on Extinction Island. She is way too social. But... If she gets there and there's already like four or five people there, she is going to have a blast. She will make Extinction Island a party. Next, we have the one, the only, the Anchorman. Well, Newsman? <laughs> Rick Devins, everybody. This guy, I love him. He, when I saw the first, the preview of Extinction Island at, during the finale of David vs. Goliath, I was just really excited. Um, I think... Again, Rick's going to be just an amazing narrator. He's going to be really social. People are going to love this guy. Um, he could get voted out early because of physicality. Um, he recognizes he has this dad bod. Um, maybe people will be surprised by his physicality. I don't know. We'll see. But that's the only kind of trouble I see with him. He's going to be amazing socially. Um, I also think he's going to be good strategically. And people are going to look at him and they're going to know he's a strategic because, you know, everyone with glasses is strategic, guys. Come on. Wear contacts if you don't want to be seen as strategic. That was sarcasm. I promise. <laughs> I think Extinction Island would get to him. But I love his phrase in the preseason footage that dad bod could win a million bucks. Like, yes, please, dad bod. Dad bod, win a million bucks. Up next, we have Gavin Whitson. I think Gavin is adorable. I love that he got his wife to move his wedding so that he could go out and play Survivor. I really hope he makes his family visit so his wife can come on out and see him. I think he's going to be a really social player. He is going to win people over with his acts and his charm. Um, I think he should make the merge, but I wouldn't count on him making like to the final six just because he's the type of person that people are going to come to realize isn't... Um, someone you want to keep around because he's so likable. Um, I do see, I really hope he uses people at S.H.I.E.L.D. such as like Eric and Joe. Put them in front of him and maybe they'll get taken out instead of him. We'll see if he puts that strategy to use. Um, I think he'd have a lot of fun on Extinction Island. I don't know, what do you think? I really like Gavin. Now we have Julie Rosenberg. Julie is a bit different than the rest of the cast. I love that she's applied for 17 years. Um, she deserves that spot. I think I like more and more as they're having people who have applied for a long time. And her time has come to play this game. I think Julie's going to definitely be paranoid and she's going to have some social barriers. But I'm hoping she can overcome those and find a good reliant alliance. I think she'll go far and play strategically if she can survive those first few tribals. Because... Her tribe is a lot more of the pretty people, popular people, and it's going to be really hard for her to break through with them and connect. Now we have Aurora McCreary. Now, after watching Aurora's preseason footage, I just, I think this woman is extremely intimidating. Like, maybe that's because I'm a little marshmallow that's afraid of everything, but Aurora 
could whoop my ass and probably all of yours too. Um, I could see her going pre-merge though because of that. Um, a lot of people can't handle strong women. They think they're bitchy, they're annoying, or they just like can't connect with them. And that frustrates me a lot because any man who acts the same way as a strong woman does is seen as like an amazing player and an amazing person to be around. So that's just my insight into the survivor climate, both from fans' perspectives and seeing people on the screen. Um, I'm excited to watch her play, and I hope she does some power moves. I hope that she shakes things up, and I'm really excited to see what she tweets. Next, we have Eric Haifman. Hope I'm saying that right. Um, Eric has this infectious smile, um, and he's a firefighter. Like, obviously, I'm going to love him already. And, like, guys, he reminds me of Terry Dietz, okay? Hear me out. He has this family he loves. He's really physical. Um, he seems like he's going to be social and everyone's going to love him. Like, this guy is Terry 2.0, Terry improved, okay? He's going to be better socially. He's going to, everyone's going to love him. Maybe that'll be his downfall. Who knows? Um, I think he'll own Extinction Island and he's one of my preseason faves. I'm definitely going to root for him, though I do not expect him to win. Next, we have Ron Clark. I think Ron is this incredible guy. He's done so much of his life already, and um, it'd be great to see him do more. Like, he's met Oprah. I wish I could meet Oprah. He, okay, guys, he's met Oprah. He's been on the Oprah Movie Show, and now he's on Survivor. Like, he's already done better than any of us. So, unfortunately, though, I think Ron will be a pre-merge boot. Um... I don't think he's going to mesh with the rest of his tribe. I don't think he... They're not going to get him. And I don't think he's going to really be socially aware enough to see that. Um, I don't think he'll make it very far if he goes to Extinction Island either. But he's going to be fun to see on our screen. And he's definitely a great addition to the Survivor community. Next we have Julie Carter. Guys, I love her. Like, love, love, love her. She's such a big fan, and I love seeing fans play Survivor. And nowadays, there's more and more of that rather than these recruitings. Those That's a whole different conversation. I do not like recruiting for Survivor. Um, Julia is a big fan, but that might get in her way. She's going to see those attorneys come on the beach, and she's either going to be turn, turn into a fangirl and just want to talk to them and learn everything from them, or she's going to go right away and be that strategic switch is going to flip and she's going to want to get them out because they know more than her. But we'll see. Hopefully she just does whatever's best for her game rather than whatever anyone else is telling her. I think she's going to be really strategic and a great narrator. And she's a great role model to see on Survivor. Then we have Victoria Bamond. I don't think I'm saying that right. I'm sorry. Um, she's this half Italian, half Puerto Rican little shot of energy. She's got this big smile, these gorgeous freckles, and, like, I love her hair. Guys, I just, I think I'm in love. She wants to be this flirt, and, you know, it's working, even just in preseason footage. Like, I am in love with her. She just reminds me of, like, that little sister or that, or that younger friend that you just, you really just want to sit down and talk with and hear what she has to say, and... I hope she doesn't flirt as much just like she's leading on because I want to see her be strategic, strategic. 
But it would be really funny if she, like, tries to flirt with Gavin. It's like, oh, he's a newlywed. But then I'm, like, waiting. There's, she's going to have a confessional right at the beginning. I call it now where she's going to be like, guys, Joe is hot. Because no matter all these opinions on Joe, we can agree on one thing, guys. Joe is hot. And that is Victoria. Up next, we have Chris Underwood. I think he's a really sweet guy. He's likely going to make the merge or he's going to get screwed on the swap because... He's this physical guy who just, he just has that smile. Um, I think he's going to be a real social player. People are going to fall in love. I know I am already in love. He is cast to be the hot guy that I just stare at the whole time. And yes, I will definitely be doing that. Um, he is going to, as a super fan, he's going to be really excited to see the returnees. Um, I could see him wanting to get out David. I don't think they're necessarily going to work together. Um... But we'll see. That'd be cute, though, if they did work together. But I really like Chris, though I do not think he's going to go much further than the merge if he makes it. Now we are moving on to our returning players. This season has four returnees. And as much as I try to wait, stay away from spoilers for Survivor, I did find out quite a few months ago that these four would be the returning players and that it would be like some kind of captain twist. Um, I haven't seen much of that in the promotions. They've just said that they'll be joining the tribe. So we'll see, like, where that goes. But we have four returnees. They're Kelly Wentworth, David Wright, Joe Anglum, and Aubrey Bracco. Um, I am excited for all four of them. And so for Kelly, she's a strong woman. I really like her. I think she's going to go deep or she's going to get in a minority again. With Kelly, I think part of the reason people are so polarized by her is because um, people like to root for the underdog, but also she was a bit, she came off a bit harsh with that. I really want to see more idol plays by her, and I'm just, I'm excited for Kelly, but I do not think she will be our winner. Then we have David Wright. He'll be on Manu with Kelly. Um, I love him. I have a sweet spot for David. He's this adorable little nerdy guy. He had this great arc in Millennials vs. Gen X. He was afraid of everything on day one, scrambling for idols, and just, by the end, he was, I truly think this, that his Survivor experience changed his life. Um, I think he's gonna surprise a lot of people. I've heard a lot of people saying, oh, David's going out early, David's gonna be, like, the first one out of the returnees, blah, blah, blah. I really don't see that. I think David's gonna do we're going to see a new David on Edge of Extinction. But with that being said, if David goes to Extinction Island, he is not lasting there very long. <laughs> now we have Aubrey. I love my girl Aubrey. I was rooting for her for Kaurong. And I just, she was great in Game Changers. I really like her. Um, I'm worried about her in this game. I don't really see her changing things up too much. People have seen her. They know how good she is. Um, I can see her being the first returning to turn on the others, which will not be a good sign because traditionally you see when there's returning players, at least one of them will get pretty far. But if they start collapsing on each other, it's going to go bad because these four people probably have a pre-existing relationship. They've probably met each other multiple times. I mean, we know some of them have, but they they know each other. So they probably going in are like, yeah, we got each other. But they also, in the back of their minds, got, no, I need to be the last returning standing. And Aubrey seems like the kind of person that would strike first. Last we, lastly, we have the golden boy, Joe. This season was made for Joe. Like, they literally went, how can we make it so Joe can get to that final tribal council? I got it. 
he's gonna get voted out, so let's make it so that if he gets voted out, he's pretty much guaranteed to come back in. Edge of extinction. You have nothing. You just gotta survive. You gotta be that outdoorsy, woodsy man that Jeff Probst loves, and you're gonna do it. And that's edge of extinction. And that's Joe. He's gonna get voted out. He's He might make the merge. He probably, if he does, early merge, yet again. But he's gonna sit, sit on Extinction Island, and he is going to be, if there's, he's going to return from Extinction Island. And I don't think we're gonna see much different strategic side of Joe. I think it's gonna just be much more of the same. He's gonna be physical. He's gonna be providing. He's gonna, everyone's gonna have hard eyes at him from the, from the living rooms. But that's Joe. Now, that being said, we have four returnees. I do expect one of them to go far. Though I do not expect them to be my winner pick. Now, my winner pick for Survivor Season 38, Edge of Extinction, is Rick Devins, the newsman. Guys, I like Rick. I've seen him, like, in that pre in the preview, I just was attached to him right then. I follow him on Twitter already. I just really like this guy. With that being said, I'm also rooting for Reem because I just I relate to her. I like her. She reminds me of my best friend's mom. I would love to see her do well. And I'm just excited. This is Survivor Edge of Extinction coming off of that high of David versus Goliath. I'm expecting a lot from them, but we'll see. I love our attorneys. I do not think they're going to win. Joe will probably come back from Extinction Island. Um, Aubrey, I could see her sitting in this final two or three. I could see that. Um, Kelly Wentworth, mm, I just don't think she's going to make it, guys. She's great. David, I don't think he'll make it to the, to the end. People will get him in the merge. But that being said, have you noticed that almost every person I think is going to make the merge? Guys, that's how great this cast is. Everyone is here to play. Everyone deserves it. No matter who makes it to the end, I'm sure we'll have a great cast. Now let's see if they can play a great game of Survivor and give us some entertaining reality TV. Thank you so much for listening to the first Immunity Idol podcast. I'm really excited to be making this and there's definitely more to come. And please tune into the next episode so we can talk more about Survivor Edge of Extinction.